On today's show, we are going to get into extension talk. Jalen Brunson, time is ticking. Or is it? Did we sign an extension for Locked On Maps? We'll talk about Jason Kidd's impact on the Dallas Mavericks, and we're going to get into our NBA awards and record slash standing predictions. Talk about all that on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. That's a good question. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The extension Excelsior. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Yeah, today was, uh, what, deadline day for a lot of the extensions out there as we, uh, gosh, Today's actually like opening night of the NBA. Oh, one more time. <laughs> opening night of the NBA. Let's go. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, but yesterday was the extension deadline for uh, a lot of the players. More a lot of the <laughs> uh, 2018, you know, draft class, uh, first rounders, second rounders, um, you know, first rounders of this. There was a handful of guys who didn't get the extension. A lot of guys did get the uh, did get the extension. If you're a first round pick, you will be a restricted free agent. If you're a second round pick, somebody like a Jalen Brunson, uh, you don't have the extension deadline. The I vibes, know was, are vibes are not immaculate. Yeah, what right are the vibes? <laughs> the vibes are. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, second round picks don't have the uh, the same deadline as the first round picks. So. Uh, Jalen Brunson can sign that extension any point throughout the season up until free agency starting uh, 1st of July. Yeah, and if he doesn't sign the extension, he becomes an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. So the Mavericks are not time-strapped, so we kind of teased the beginning of the episode, oh, the Mavericks are running out of time with Brunson. They're really not. Uh, the Mavericks have time with Jalen Brunson, so yeah, they don't really have to, they didn't have to do something right now. I, I think it's smart for them to just let the season play out a little bit. This is a big kind of prove-it season. Can he step up? Can he take the next step forward? And he can make more money if he takes a huge step forward and is in the sixth man of the year, you know, uh, conversation or something like that. That's a little tease for maybe for maybe later. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown Mavs is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Go check out our YouTube channel where our video about what is Luka Doncic bad at, where we interviewed all the Mavericks players. It's like 34,000 views. Dang, let's go. That's pretty cool. Thanks, everybody, for sharing that, liking it, uh, commenting on the video. Comment below what you think about uh, just, I don't know. Like and subscribe below. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to be getting into uh, some of the extent. Let's talk about some more of the extension talk. We'll talk about what Jason Kidd's impact has actually been on the Mavs and then make our predictions a little bit later. The extensions. So we heard a lot about extensions. The Grayson Allen one comes in two years, $20 million, and that's Jalen Brunson thinking – Cool. That's that's my baseline, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I'm not getting. I'm definitely not getting less than that. <laughs> well, it's important to to. Uh, do you have the Shamit number in front of you? Four years, forty three million for Shamit. Okay, so take that baseline right there. Four year, forty three. The most. I'm just that, saying a per year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the most that Brunson could get in the extension is four for fifty five. So. Wherever the, I think I might lean a little bit, not completely opposite of what you're saying earlier, as far as it's smart for the Mavericks to wait. I actually do think if the Mavericks could get him at, at a decent cost, I think you need to do it now. 
because mm. I do think he has a good a good season. And if he hits unrestricted free agency, I don't think he's coming back. And that that that's my thing about is lock up the asset now for a reasonable cost and then go from there because it's not like you're going to be having all this ton of cap space over the next few summers. Lock up the asset and then it, you at least have a tradable asset, but I think he's going to have a good season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how it all plays out. And yeah, there's so many factors. Does anyone have money to give him an extension? And then you end up yeah. like, oh, we're at the end of the offseason. We're like, oh, there's no money left for De- DeMar DeRozan to get a huge, you know, payday. And then boom, he gets one from a team. It just, you know, it always seems to come from somewhere. Uh, and so this goes to the DeAndre Ayton conversation where DeAndre Ayton did not get a contract extension. He was asking for the max and the owner, Robert Sarver was like, no, we're not going to give you the max because offensive production and blah, blah, blah. And he's the one that, that sacrificed and didn't, didn't, you know, ask for his own shots or buckets, try and play team basketball. And so this is, I guess what he gets, which is very interesting, but for the Suns, it's dumb on several reasons. First of all, it's like the Gordon Hayward in Utah thing where you don't give him the extension when he wants it. He gets mad and then he leaves in like two years. Uh, and it's also dumb because if you lock him in in a number now, this is what you're saying with Brunson. If you lock, lock him into the number now, when the cap starts going up in a couple years, because we're not, hopefully we're not dealing with, with COVID and, and everything like that. And the cap starts going back up again. Then all of a sudden his number is going to be way higher when you're trying to, trying to extend him or trying to sign that in like a year or two. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, they were really smart by locking in Mikhail, um, at, yeah, at that number for a really good number. I'm all, so, all about four years, that. 90 million. You know, um, he ended up not being a guy who they let get away. Uh, they actually kept Mikel. And for Aiton, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think if you're Phoenix, you have to lock him up. But they didn't. And now let's see how it uh, strains the relationship moving forward. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see how that works. We'll see how it plays out. I'm seeing already people. I, I saw it. I like. Right back to back, I saw somebody on Mavs Reddit post, could the Mavericks get in on the Aiton thing? And then somebody posted a meme that says, can everyone just shut up about DeAndre Aiton right now? Because there's no chance. Like, So I've seen the bookends of the the hope factor for the Mavs and DeAndre Aiton. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., though. Wow. That, a lot of money. <laughs> that was a lot of money, yeah. Four years, $105 million. Julius Randle, earlier this offseason, signed a four-year, $117 million deal. So that's like... $10 million over four. That's like $2 million a year <laughs> yeah. less than, yeah, that one's crazy. All right. I actually do want to get into this conversation about the preseason because the season's just going to start and we're going to run out of time. So the Mavericks are like the vibes are immaculate. They, the, the vibes are immaculate right now. And yeah. I want to know what the difference is with the Mavericks so far. I think we've pointed to Jason Kidd a lot and pointed to that's the big difference on the player's side. But is he the only reason for the Mavs change in their demeanor, their chemistry? We saw the the you know the Instagram photo of Luca and 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 Kristaps sharing a you know a little moment there, a little laughing moment in practice. Is Jason Kidd the only reason why this team seems different? Why the I mean, great vibes, man. It's great vibes, like great. Vibes. Is the only is the vibes only Jason Kidd because it just seems like it's so different, and that's kind of the big change that happened. I think he has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Cause I think it's kind of like reframing that quite. I feel like a lot of the conversation has been about KP being healthy and it's about, you know, these guys coming back and come like all this different stuff that almost the Jason kid switch is kind of getting overlooked some. And, you know, we talked to a lot of players on media day about it. I wrote about it the other day from Mavs.com that when you go from 
13 years with a head coach and Rick Carlisle and shifting from that to this brand new coaching kid, it's going to take some adjustment. And it and it's not somebody replied to my story and said, hey, players, because the players are genuinely excited about this. Like they're excited to play for Jason Kidd. And somebody yeah. replied to my story and they said, hey, they'll be saying they would be saying this about any head coach coming in. I'm like, no, I want to push back on that because the players specifically mention things about Jason Kidd that they're excited about. It's not yeah. all new head coach. Cool. We're pumped. We're excited. Let's do this. It is Jason Kidd quote, Luca is one of the best passers of all time. He won a championship here. There's something about him winning a title here in Dallas. That means a lot to these players. There's something Willie Colley sound compared him to Steve Kerr. The fact that he's an ex player that he can relate Dorian Finney Smith. I thought was one of the biggest quotes of like underlying quotes of saying, Hey, Rick, Rick was a good, you know, first head coach for him, but you can't get more old school than that. He said, just yeah. off age alone, he said, Jason Kidd can relate more with us. There is something about Jason Kidd that brings something, the relatability to the players. He's been there, done that, won a title here in Dallas, and they seem like they're loving, they're, they're loving playing for him right now. So I think it is something. I think there is something about Jason Kidd connecting with this team that Rick just didn't have towards the end of last year or, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I want to continue this conversation. Is Jason Kidd the biggest reason and the only reason for the Mavs change in demeanor and the great vibes? So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me quickly tell you about Theragun. Theragun is a product that kind of almost everyone needs. If you have stress in your daily life, if you have muscle tension, if you have stuff that you need to, to work on, whether you're an athlete or someone like us just trying to make it through the day, just trying to make it through another day without a max extension coming our way. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. It's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. That's therabody.com slash locked on right now to get your Gen 4 Theragun today. Again, therabody.com slash locked on to get your Theragun today. You can try it. It's only $199. If you don't like it, you can send it back and then boom, you'll just, you'll get the refund right there. But if you use that locked on, you have to use that locked on code at the end, therabody.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more about this conversation. We've been talking about the big change for the Mavericks. What if The vibes are immaculate. The vibes are immaculate right now with the Mavericks. It seems like they're different. Uh, if you've watched on the, on the Mavs YouTube channel, they actually have the, uh, it's like the Mavs inside or something like that, where they show footage from practice. They get interviews from, um, you know, coaches and things. It's, uh, it's narrated by Mike Marshall, machine sports, and it's, it's got great stuff in there. And you could just tell like looking at, they were playing pickleball in the latest episode and they were just having fun. And you could tell the guys were really getting into it. They were playing it after they were playing it during a practice, like as part of their practice. And, I think that's pretty cool. Like as part of their practice to, to loosen them up, to have some fun, to enjoy what they're doing, to get competitive with each other and all that. I thought w w was pretty cool. I think Jason Kidd has also, to, you know, to your point earlier about how the players are excited about him. Is it just that he's relatable? I also think that he has empowered Porzingis in a way that relieves some tension with the team because there was some tension with the team with 
with Porzingis last year that he seemed to, to be kind of down in the dumps. He seemed to always have, you know, he's, he's kind of the squeaky wheel, right? There's always something that needed to be changed. And Rick would change that. It's not all on Rick. And I don't think Rick did an awful job with that. He changed his minutes. He changed his rotation. He changed the way where his shots were coming and all that. And, uh, hope to build that trust with them, then got to the playoffs and said, all right, now we got to do the most efficient thing. And now you're going to go do the most efficient thing. And it ended up being something he didn't want to do, you know what I mean? Which he did like Porzingis ended up doing. But now I think that, that J kid has come in and he has empowered Porzingis and he has, he's, he's very, he's pushing Porzingis to the forefront. You know, all the talk in the, in the preseason was about Porzingis was about how good he looks, how great his shots looking, how, you know, all the, how great he's looking health wise, because, this is the first healthy offseason he's coming into all that kind of stuff he's been talking about and i think that has relieved the biggest tension point the biggest pressure point for the mavericks i think that's a huge thing yeah and- i think it's i think it's huge but we also don't know i think it's huge as far as the players seeing like him empower another player on their team and think that that's cool but we also don't know how the players felt about kp towards the end of last year either and it's like what if the players understood that Hey, KP's just not moving well right now. That that was, yeah, you know, the best spot for him. But I do think there's something about seeing a new head coach like really come in and back a player and seeing that. And it's like, okay, well, he is in our corner on this. Like we we know he is for us, and that I think that's yeah something. Yeah, I almost think that it's like okay, well, th- this was a source of tension throughout the whole team because it, it we saw the ripple effects when KP wasn't comfortable in his role, wasn't comfortable with what he was doing, and then he sort of. You know, we saw the microaggressions towards Luca on the court, and then I think that just caused tension in the rest of the team. Now Jason Kidd has come in and alleviated that, and it, it re- relieved tension from the rest of the team. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I think the empowering another player can also be empowering for every player to say, okay, well, if he does that with him, eventually he'll come down the line uh, with me. And we've heard we've heard stories like I think Harp said that you know he's gone to each that Kidd has gone to each player and said, how can I use you? How do you want to be used in the offense and things like that? I think that's empowering as well. Uh, yeah. Now, whether all that works throughout an entire 82-game season, we still have to figure out. But I do think that the Jason Kidd so far, and there's one one quote that I think has really stood out that he's he said multiple times. I learned that I can't control everything. That I, you know, coming into the, the NBA, I thought that I could, and now after learning in in LA, I've learned that you can't control everything, and that's huge. I think that that has proven to be correct so far, and that it's working. In the preseason, playing, at least. <laughs> they're playing inspired. They're playing. I, I think the biggest thing about that was that that last preseason game they played when everyone set and they were still like playing really hard and they were playing yeah. together. And I think our, our friend and friend of the pod, Austin uh, Garuya, tweeted out. He's like, man, this team looks like a, a well-coached team. And I'm like, yeah, they do. I mean, like four games in, it's preseason and all that, but they want to play for him. And that's something we're seeing right now. Absolutely. So. There you go. Is Jason Kidd the only reason the Mavericks are, are looking different? No, I think there's no. other. I think there are other things, but I think he is making an impact, and it's been positive ones so far. I haven't seen any evidence of, of anything negative so far from Jason Kidd. So maybe far, the, no. Maybe the post ups and the lack of threes, right? Maybe, maybe that thing will come back to bite him. But they won all four of their preseason games, so what are you going to say at this point? All right, let's get into our uh, our predictions. We've been doing this. I have our so this is our 2022 predictions. I have our predictions all the way back to 2018. So that's the 2017-18 season. (laughs) You want me to just pull up like... So we used to do board bets where we would like pick a couple. Uh, Yeah, so we did... uh, Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, and Dennis Smith Jr. will finish top three in rookie of the year. (laughs) 
Did Carmelo we- <laughs> Anthony will finish the season on the Knicks. Wow. All four Warriors will be All-Stars. Dwayne Wade <laughs> will be on the Cavaliers. I won that one because <laughs> he ended up being on the Cavs with LeBron at one point. Um, that was before my infamous Dwayne Wade locker room story. Yeah. We this probably is, have a lot of new listers that I haven't told that in a long time. This is a wild one. Better record, Houston or OKC? That means something completely different today than it did in 2018 when it was like yeah. <laughs> both teams are like on the verge. Uh, oh, Gary Harris scores more points than Rodney Hood. <laughs> that was one of our board bets. That was an OG debate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we've been doing this for years. We go back. Now we've just kind of like limited it to just uh, <laughs> awards and and then the, the standings. So let's go through it. Uh, actually, I have our 2021 predictions. You want to hear the winners from that? Just indulge us real quick as we go through oh, some of these. MVP picks. I picked Luka. You picked Anthony Davis. Jokic won. Luka came in sixth. So I got the closest. Yeah, <laughs> that's the closest we got. Defensive player of the year. I picked Anthony Davis. You picked Giannis. Gobert was the winner. Giannis came in fifth, actually, in, in defensive huh. player. So you got the closest there. Sixth man. I picked the combo of Dragic and Hero, like somebody from the Heat. And you picked Karis Levert. Neither of us got any like anywhere close <laughs> on that. Jordan Clarkson won that one. Rookie of the year. I picked Tyrese Halliburton. You picked James Wiseman. Lamelo won that one. And Halliburton got third. So that's the closest. We got him there. Most improved. Michael Porter Jr. was my pick. DeAndre Ayton was your pick. We we nailed both of those, I think. Ayton didn't get any votes, but Michael Porter Jr. came in third. Coach of the year. I picked Vogel. You picked Steve Nash. Thibodeau won. Nash got sixth place, so that was, that was as close as we got. We did great in this. A uh, couple of the uh, the hits we had on, on uh, record prediction last year. We both had the Nets number two, so we won that. Uh we both had the Bucks number one, and the Sixers were number one. Uh, I had the Wizards as the eighth seed and nailed that one. Wow. <laughs> uh, you didn't nail any others in the East. The uh, cool. Western Conference, we both had the Warriors as the eighth seed in the West. Nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, we both had Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. I had the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals and got that one. Uh, but for a crazy different reason. Yeah. <laughs> that team made it there. So there you go. You actually had the Mavericks winning the championship last year. <laughs> that was a last second homer pick. All right, let's get into this this year's. Let's start with you want to start with our uh let's start with our awards picks. Yeah, let's do it. Which one you M- want to start with? MVP? MVP, I'm thinking this season, I've got a little bit of a trend here. I think this is the season for the Nets. I think that oh. they're going to see all this Kyrie stuff. I think Harden and Durant are going to be energized, and I hope that they're going to be healthy this season. We're going to see a full season of them two playing together, and I think Durant wins the MVP. Interesting. Okay. I, I could definitely see that. I, I think it's them in the box at the top. Um, I, I picked I picked Giannis for MVP. I tried to stay away from Luka in this to be like Homer. Like Luka could very well win this award and be – right up there now for Luca to win it I think he definitely they had definitely had to finish in the top three and yep. maybe even pushing top two but um but I I just think that Giannis and the Bucks will have like an incredible regular season I think they will have the best record in the league I think they will win 60 plus games and Giannis will just put up an, another insane stat line he'll he'll be his third MVP in four years interesting Interesting. Yeah, for, for Luca to win, the Mavs would have to be top three, which we'll get into with our record prediction later in the episode. But 
that's his path. If they get top three, I think that it's real wide open for him because Giannis, like our, the, our voters going to vote him a third MVP. If you start yeah, looking at some I of the like players that, that if you vote, see some of the players that have gotten three MVPs, it's really hard to put somebody in that category with magic and all them. And Luca's path too in the West is like Utah. Typically those guys haven't gotten any love yeah, no. when it comes to MVP. The Lakers have three players now that will kind of like cancel each other out a lot. And then kind of like the Suns too of like Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton, yeah. what's going on there. So anyway, we can talk about standings a little bit. There's it's a path, there's a path for him for sure to be oh, yeah. the number one player in, in the West. Luke then, is by far my favorite player pick for MVP in the West. It's Luca and Jokic for me in the West. Outside the of that. The best odds according to Bet Online outside of Luca on a Western Conference player is Curry. Yeah, plus I just don't eight, think they're gonna be high 15. enough. Then LeBron. Then Lillard, and then Jokic no. to, re- to repeat. So hmm. there you go. That's the MVP. Defensive player of the year. I think that there's going to be a big narrative if Simmons doesn't play that Embiid's carrying this team and carrying them defensively. And I'm picking Joel Embiid. Okay. I'll stick with the same position. I'll take Gobert again. I think Utah's going <laughs> to. Yeah, spoiler alert. I think Utah's the, the number one seed in the West next year. Gobert's again. the number one on Bet Online. Joel Embiid is down fifth. He's behind. He's behind Simmons and Giannis. He's behind Simmons though, which is weird <laughs> for odds. I would not recommend you going to putting some money down on that. No. Uh, but there you go. Go bear. Uh, okay. Sixth man of the year. This one's one of the hardest ones. The hardest one every year, but that and most improved, even though we kind of got most improved last year. I'm going with our boy JB. I'm going with. Oh, I'm going, let's go. I'm going with it. Where is it? Hold on. I mean, great vibes, man. It's great vibes. Like, great vibes, great vibes. Yeah, great vibes, no. Sensational vibes. And, like, the vibes are immaculate. Jalen Brunson, I'm going sixth man of the year. I think that the Mavericks will get... If the Mavericks don't get MVP for Luka and they have a good season, I think Jalen Brunson will be the one to get an award. Almost like what happened to the Jazz last year when Clarkson got it. So, yeah. maybe the Mavs won't be that good, but as the, as the Jazz were last year. But I think that, that Brunson will be motivated he's de- he, the way we talked to him on media day he just seems so motivated from that clippers disappointment he's looked good in preseason so far he looks like he's trying to distribute more he's gonna be playing with kp i'm excited to see how that all works out for him oh let's cross our fingers for that one i would love that one um i'm gonna go with a guy who's in the same category as luca and trey and everyone and that's tyler hero mm, this is my pick last year yeah i think uh dragic gone you know, they have their starters, but I think, and I'm kind of buying into a little bit of the preseason. He played really <laughs> well in the preseason. I think he's just going to unload and score a lot of points. Typically, this award goes to a guy who who does score a lot of points, the Jordan yeah. Clarkson, Lou Williams of the world. And I think he will score a lot of points for Miami coming off the bench. Clarkson, number one on bet online, uh, right behind him, Tyler Hero, like just like 50 points behind oh. him, which is not much. Uh, Patty Mills next, Jordan Poole, Joe Ingles, Derrick Rose, Kevin Herter, Goran Dragic, then Jalen Brunson. Same odds as Dragic, which I find really interesting. <laughs> and then Cameron Payne right behind Brunson. I thought about Patty Mills a lot, but I mean, heck, he might have to start a lot. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, one on. that was really far down on this bet online list was Terrence Mann. I was like, ooh, ooh, that's a little interesting one. No, he won't he score has enough. Re- he has a really good year, but maybe not. All right, coming up, let's get into the rest of our awards, and then we'll get into our record prediction. We'll go through the entire East and West. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. You can go put down some money on six men of the year, like I just mentioned. Jordan Clarkson, number one. 
Tyler Hero, Patty Mills. You can put some money down on one of these guys. But put okay, you put a hundred bucks on Brunson to win six man of the year, you can win two thousand five hundred dollars if he wins. <sighs> Tempting. That's pretty good. Put a thousand dollars down, you win twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> if you wanted to go that direction. Uh so yeah, all kinds of stuff you can put down money on. You can put down money on, on the baseball playoffs that are going on right now, NFL. All kinds of great stuff. So check it out. Bet online. Use the promo code uh, locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online where the game starts. Also, I'll tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's so hard to find every single part that you need at a local chain store. You walk in and there's just only so much inventory they can have. So why would you endure an often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, what about this about your car? What about this? When you can just be at home and answer that question without having to look a person in the eyes. (laughs) You can just do it and be embarrassed about how little you know about your car at home. And then you can answer all those on rockauto.com. You can also save money on rockauto.com. So save time, save money, use rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck right now and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. If you find something good, rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Rock all right, Garris, let's get into the rest of our predictions. We've gone through some of our awards. I got, I got Brunson winning six man of the year. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the feeling the the vibes are immaculate. Feeling, feeling the vibes the on Brunson. I'm, I'm believing in him. Rookie of the year. Give me the layup. Give me the layup on this one. I'm going Jalen Green. Just get. He's Ooh, gonna. No, sco- I'll take. I'll take Cade. He's gonna score a million points on that team. Um, is this I, not, is this not Lamelo versus Anthony Edwards? Yes, very much. Yeah, and I'm taking Anthony Edwards and <laughs> Jalen Green basically. I'll take Cade Cunningham. I think he'll have the better overall stat line. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Jalen Green, who's going to score like 20 points a game. And get buckets. He will, for I sure. really thought about other players on this, but then I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I know. Well we, well, we both overthought it last year when I went with Halliburton and you went, I guess Wiseman was number two, but... I just, the, went, with, well, I just went with Wiseman because I thought the Warriors going to be like better than what they were, and they were just going to turn him into this like lob threat and all this and... Yeah, they didn't turn him in. They didn't turn him in. No. no. Imp- most improved play. Oh, the odds for rookie of the year on Bet Online. Cannot find them. All right, the uh, <laughs> find the. Okay, rookie of the year. We talked about that. We've gone through. Let's do six. Let's do most improved. No, we didn't most improved. No, we anyway. haven't. Jalen, okay, I found them. Jalen Green, number one. Cade Cunningham, number two. Suggs, number three, at plus 800. So there, mm-hmm. Suggs is a little ways behind. Mobley, plus 1,200. Scotty Barnes, plus 1,200. There's really, Josh Giddey, plus 1,600. That one's, that one's interesting to me. That one's that one's sneaky. He had that a little fun preseason. Yeah, he did. That one's sneaky good. And he's going to get a lot of opportunity. Okay, most improved player. I, this one was actually easier so for hard. me this year than the previous years. Oh, because it's a guy that you've loved for a long time? I mean, I have I have loved him, but I just think he fits the mold of what most improve always is. Do we pick the same guy? Is yours a point guard? Nope. We did not pick the same guy. You picked Jordan Poole, didn't you? I did not. I picked John Morant. Oh, okay. I like that one. He just fits the mold. Like the mold of player going from like kind of a star to like an all-star, like star star. And 
I think this is a season he ma- he makes that leap. You look at the guys who've made that leap, the Jokic, Giannis is of the world, Pascal Siakam, Julius Randle last year to an All-NBA All-Star appearance for him. I think this is the year for Ja, and I love Ja Morant. Ooh, the year for Ja. I'm liking it. I'm feeling that. Ja Morant is sixth on Bet Online plus 1,600. Those are, those are some pretty good odds there. I went with a guy that you've loved for a long time. He's got some. He's he's actually third on Bet Online. I was surprised that his odds are higher than like somebody like Ja. Terry Rozier, OG Ananobi. Oh, uh, I love OG. Yeah. All right, Sean Woodley, Lockdown Raptors, talked me into him because I asked him. I was doing Lockdown NBA the other day, and I said, "Tell me something about the Raptors that you know I wouldn't know if I've only parachuted in for like a couple games." And he said, "OG Ananobi is creating off the dribble, and he's creating Ooh. his own shot." And he's creating a little bit for others. And Siakam's going to be out for a month. And they don't have Kyle Lowry anymore. And there's just all this stuff about how he's just stepping up a little bit in the offense. And I think he could have a Siakam type, you know, rise year to year. Sign me up. I'm so ready. Jordan Poole, number one. Kevin Porter Jr., number two, as far as bet Mm. online. Kevin Porter Jr. one's interesting. I don't know if a, a, a guy on a terrible team can win most improved. Maybe he can. but Yeah. I mean, I thought about Michael Porter Jr., Again, but yeah, I mean, if Denver is like a top four seed and he's like takes that next big leap, he very well could be it. The thing is, he averaged 19 points a game last year. You, you can't look at like, oh, he averages five more points a game. That doesn't look as good as just somebody that's going to jump higher. Coach of the year. I'm 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 continuing with my Nets thing. I'm going with another layup. Steve Nash. Give me Steve Nash for coach. Oh, Nashy. All the, I, he he had to navigate all the stuff with Kyrie Irving, and now they're the number one seed in the NBA. And like, there's gonna be it's gonna be all that. I'm ready for it. I'm down for Steve Nash getting that. I went uh, with Michael Malone. Ooh. I think what without the Nuggets Jamal. have to what would the Nuggets have to do for him to get. Like, well, I think like a top four. See, I mean, didn't Tibbs win it last year with the Knicks and they were the four? Yeah, but like the Knicks seed? came from nowhere. It's always for coach of the year. It's always the best, the best team with the best record, or it's a team that just came from nowhere and was like yeah. decent or good. I just, I think there's a very real path that Denver could be a top four seed in the West and they do it all without Jamal Murray. And I think yeah. that'll be really that, Yeah, that, that'd be huge. That'd be great for him. Um, Yep. All right. Let's go into our record predictions. All right. Eastern Conference. More standings. I'm not putting win totals on this. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Standings. Sorry. Nets number one. Bucks number two for me. Okay. So basically, we're doing a top top six here. Top six in the East. That's my top tier. If we're gonna go tiers, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's everybody's top tier. That's everybody. I, I mean, that, I went, but in that I went order. Bucks Nets. Okay. Right. Yeah, Bucks, Nets, Nets, Bucks. That's that's the top one. Number three for me is the Heat. I'm a I'm a believer. Okay. I think the Lowry thing's gonna be a big bump. I think they went through a whole bunch of stuff last year that they're not gonna go through this year. I'm not gonna say Heat culture on this podcast because I think I'll have to wash my mouth out with soap. But yeah, that's my number three. Okay. Yeah, I had Miami at four. I went with Atlanta at three. Oh, I went with the Hawks at four. <laughs> so we have them. So basically, we have the same top four, just in completely all different spots. Number five, I went with the Sixers. I still believe in Joel Embiid, even if Simmons isn't going to be there. If Simmons is going to be there, I might have them a little bit higher. But yeah, I, mm. I went with them at at four or five. Yeah, I'm assuming that we're, we'll flip flop these two. I put uh, Boston at five, and I put Philly at six. <laughs> exactly switched. I have the Celtics at six. We just switched everything. We just in the top. flipped everything. Okay, the next the next two seven and eight. Well, who? Yeah, who's your four playing teams? 
Yeah, my four playing team. So in this order, Bulls, Knicks, Pacers, Wizards. Oh, okay. We had one different. I had Pacers, Knicks, Bulls, Hornets. Okay, Knicks, with Knicks we have the exact same spot. And then Hornets, yeah, Horn, we're different on Hornets and Wizards. Yeah. The Wizards just have a bunch of dudes. Like they, they just have a top 13 that's just like all NBA players. And I think that matters in that bottom of the, the East. Whereas they the Hornets, also have a brand new head coach. Yes, yeah, they do, which is can be a really good thing or a really bad thing. They also have the Bradley Beal, you know, vaccine situation hanging over their heads a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just all kinds of stuff with them. But I think they have a bunch of NBA players, which I think is is positive. It's a lot, a lot like the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see. I, I just love the Hornets. I've been about them. They're a lot of fun. I just think they take the next step. I honestly debated on, like, I was really thinking hard about Chicago. But Talk me into the Pacers being better than the Bulls and two spots better than the Bulls. I'm going to go with um, his name is Rick Carlisle and uh, Billy Donovan. I will take Rick Carlisle in that matchup. But I just, yeah. And I will me, take Zach Levine and DeRozan and Vooch over have uh, that. Brogdon and Sabonis and Miles Turner. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think Rick knows how to make the best out of normally what he has. And it's true. You have Brogdon. You have these guys. He has a lot of smart players. Is TJ McConnell not like Rick's like? son i mean is this <laughs> we just said that same thing about malcolm brogdon that like brogdon, brogdon the extension is, is an exact player that Rick yeah Carlisle if if lavert comes back and you know he's healthy sabonis like sabonis is a carlisle player too all-star yeah, like I, they're sure. just yeah I, I think he'll get a lot of regular season wins out of them there you go that's our that's our eastern conference i have nets bucks heat hawks sixers celtics bulls knicks Pacers, Wizards is the last two teams in. Isaac has Bucks, Nets, Hawks, Heat, Celtics, Sixers, Pacers, Knicks, and then Bulls, Hornets. Last do it. It hurt my heart to not put the Hornets as one of those playing teams, but it's just going to be tough in the East this year. I thought about the Raptors putting them in there, but they're sneaky. The East is sneaky deep this year. Yeah, it is. More, More than the West. I mean, yeah. Western Conference was a little bit harder for me. Number one, I'm just going to throw the Jazz back in there. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, oh. Hey, maybe, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe whoa. I'm. Maybe the I'm other bo- day. What? You're like the Lakers are going to be one. They're no, I said they'll be top. They'll be top one, two in the in the West. Okay. Okay. So I have I Lakers too. I, I have ready. Lakers too. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm holding out that still. Yeah, I have Utah one, Lakers two, and I have our boys at three. Good morning, Isaac. This is this is one of this is one of my bolder. Pre- I have a couple bold predictions in the West. You're not even ready. Hold on, hold my- on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the exact order I had them in there with the Mavericks at three. Let's go. <laughs> one of my bolder predictions for the West uh, this year is: I think Dallas will finish with a better record than one of Utah, Lakers, or Phoenix. And you put Suns at four. And I picked the Suns as that. That's team. the exact order I had. And we don't tell each other these beforehand, by the way. But yeah, that's Bless the exact order soul. I had them in. Let's go. Yeah, I, 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 think I don't that, have any breakdown of it. I'm going positive with this Mavericks thing. I know we were down on Jason Kidd when he first came. I know now it may seem like we're flip flopping on him, but I, I think that Luca plus a healthy KP is that's a that's a recipe for anybody to do to do well. And I think this Western Conference is just wide open right now. I think there's some regression potential for the Suns, right? The Aiton thing, maybe that affects them, maybe not. Chris Paul maybe gets a little bit older. 
Maybe Devin Booker thinks he's a little bit better than he is. You know, there's just all kinds of different things. Aiden or Mikel Bridges just got paid. There's all kinds of little things that can come in and affect this Suns team. Maybe they come back with a vengeance and are like, all yeah. right, we got to approve to the NBA. But they also had a lot go right for them last year. Like they were really healthy last year. They didn't really deal with COVID a lot last year. There's just a lot of things that went right for the Suns last year. Number five, I have the Nuggets. Me too. If they finish with a better record than some of the teams above them, I wouldn't be shocked either. But I put them at five. I put Portland at six. <laughs> Can we go eight for eight? Hide <laughs> the Blazers are no, two. We, no, we won't. Number seven? We won't go eight for because So now we're getting to the bottom four, and you're you're not ready for my, my biggest West prediction. But Okay. Um, at seven, I have uh, Golden State. I as, I as well. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Clay will come back eventually. I don't think they're top four, but I still think they're going to be a solid team. They're a really good defensive team last year. If the offense gets a little bit better, if Jordan pools something, all that, I think that that's positive. So, yeah, I have Warriors seven. Number eight, I have the Clippers holding, holding on. I think Paul George plus that roster of just, like, solid guys is still decent. It's not, you know, top four in the West, but they're good. Uh, this is my biggest prediction of the West. I don't think the Clippers even make the play-in tournament. Good morning, Isaac. Oh, wow. Just completely out. I think, yeah, I think no Kawhi. I think they are one Paul George, like, entry away. From, like, I don't like anybody on the roster. They beat the Jazz without Kawhi, though. That's great. I'm in glad. In the playoffs. In, in the playoffs, in a couple of games span. Like, we're talking a regular season. You're betting on a lot. When it comes to Eric Bledsoe, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, <laughs> like I, I just have, I have like nightmares of Reggie Jackson just hitting every single three against you the bought stock into him in the people's favorite podcast. You bought stock into Reggie Jackson, so <laughs> it worked. <laughs> um, they they're just I wanted to go out on the limb with some type of prediction, and I'm like, you know what, you can clip it or whatever. I think. You're going to laugh at two of the teams I have above the Clippers. I'm ready. So seven through 10 in the West, I have Golden State. I have Memphis. Yeah. I think that those okay. are two yeah, EV wins for yep. me. And then I have Minnesota and Sacramento. Shut it down. Wow. I have the Timberwolves number 10. Okay. But the Kings. We have to send this to Matt George right away. The Kings yeah. number 10 in the West. Yeah, I mean, I can't pick anyone out. Like, I can't pick Houston or OKC or San Antonio. I think the Kings will be better than the Clippers this year. I think they'll have a better record than the Clippers. Wow. To me, like, the, Paul George only, is still better. Paul George and whatever the, you know, the Clippers have is still better than De'Aaron Fox and whatever the Kings have. I know. I'll know. I, I'll get made fun of this for this, for sure. The only thing that makes me hesitate is Ty Lue. I think Ty Lue's a good coach. Good coach. And I don't, that's the only thing about it. But I just, I'm just not a fan of the Clippers roster for an entire season without Kawhi. And I don't think Kawhi comes back at all. So I think, I think there's also potential for this team that, well, yeah, I got, I would have to look up their draft picks and all of that. But anytime you can make a bet on Luke Walton, you should. Have you seen these practice clips from the Kings though? They're amazing. <laughs> Tristan they're all, Thompson. They're all into it. Oh, Tristan Thompson. They throw. I, I was watching them the other day. They throw him into a game and just they just completely lost the whole everything. <laughs> like nothing good was happening for them. Um. Okay. Do we want to pick Eastern Conference? 
finalists and in, in finals oh crap i forgot about that um yeah sure nets box boring but that's what it's gonna be yeah i mean i think that's the series we're all waiting for time me yes i'm excited for that i want it to happen i want it to happen yes western conference give me my own personal chaos lakers mavs <laughs> <laughs> i'll be rooting for the mavs to win every single game um Gosh, this is hard. Sure, give me uh give me Lakers maps. <laughs> Woof. Actually. Actually, no. Give me give me Mavs Jazz. <laughs> My professional hell. <laughs> where whereas in I am forced to be in meetings several times a week with the radio voice of the jazz who will then either be cracking jokes about how the jazz are bad or about how the, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Borzingis is bad or whatever. Yep. Okay. And then who do, who do you have? Uh, I like Lakers nets in the finals. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, um, I'll keep my tradition going. I'll do Mavs. <laughs> I'll do Mavs nets in the finals. There's no reason for you not to do this, right? Like, because if yeah. you're right, then we could just clip this back from you know, forever <laughs> and it will just be, it will live, especially if they win the title and we can clip this from like months ago and play it over yeah. and over again. Yeah. You just clip it. You heard it. So, here. okay. So w- make it, make it a good clip. Ready? Be like, are you ready? Give me the date. Give me the date. Give me the, the, you know, title winner, your, your call, all that. All right, I got it. Yeah. Nick, I'll tell you right here, October 18th. The Mavs are going to the to the championship. They're going to play Brooklyn. And this is going to be 10 years down the road from 2011 to now. This is going to be their version of beating the the LeBron Miami Heat team. They're going to go in and beat, beat Brooklyn, beat this star-studded team. Luka's going to have his Dirk run like he had in 2011. Mm. And the Mavericks are going to win the, win the championship this year. Clip it. Let's do it. Take it with you. All right, now cut it off there. So for this, I don't know. <laughs> cut the clip right there. That's it. Don't don't bring it back. Yeah, their path. To, I mean, their path to a, a conference finals, I think, is is really good. Like some of these teams, you're just like, I don't feel confident about any of them. But then, then you get into a like a playoff series, and you're like, okay, LeBron versus Luca. Vogel hey, versus Jason Kidd, his old it's team. A, it's also, I mean, we could go AD with the simulation. We, we could do the similarities all day long. They play Portland in the first round. Brandon Roy, Damian Lillard. Ooh. Then they face the Lakers in the second round as a 2-3. do the whole thing again. 2-3 matchup. Sorry, They're not Thunder. playing the Thunder in the Western Conference final. <laughs> <laughs> but then you you, know, you you sweep the Lakers in the second round. Sweet then you get, a, you get a young Phoenix team. Oh, you know, that's with, the with, that's the thunder with team. Booker and those guys, and then you go face your star-studded Nets yeah. team, and by Kyrie then, gets the vaccine a week before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Comes you know, back. there you go, there you go. Those are our predictions. They'll probably all be wrong, but we like to yeah, have fun with it. Sure. Let us know what yours are in the comments. Where do you think the Mavs will finish in the NBA? Uh, season guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. We'll be back with the top seventy-five players tomorrow. We'll be back with, I mean, there's Mavs Open play basketball night on Thursday. Thoughts. We're so ready. We'll both uh, be very excited to share all that. Coming, we'll talk about that. But 
Now, for your second listen today, go listen to Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He's been doing incredible season previews. He's just dominating all everything. So go check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball on YouTube or the podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Oh!